you didn't know, I'm just a novice podcaster trying to create and build a podcast. This show is about discussing and reviewing comics, movies, TV shows, video games, and anime. If you are interested in these topics and would like to see me grow as a podcaster, then join me on this amazing journey. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Batman Under the Red Hood. Now, this story is amazing. I love this story, and a lot of hardcore Batman fans love this story as well. Um, I don't think I need to put spoilers out there, but I will just in case. But yeah, this episode this episode is going to contain a lot of spoilers for Under the Red Hood story. But uh, this movie has been out for a while, and the comic has been out even longer. So let's just get into it. Okay, so to understand Under the Red Hood, we need to kind of go back in time to the mid to late 80s, where in the comics, Jason Todd was introduced as the second Robin. Now, the reason why uh, Jason Todd was introduced as the second Robin was because the first Robin, uh, Richard Grayson, he left the role of Robin and became his own hero, Nightwing. And comic book writers were like, okay, well, we need, we still need Robin, so they invented another Robin. Uh, only except Jason is the complete opposite of Richard Grayson. He is a street kid. He's uh, more violent and a lot more rude. Uh, but I think that's what makes his character great is he's just the complete opposite of of, of Grayson and of Batman in general because as he gets older and becomes his own like anti-hero he uh, he gets uh, guns like that those are his main weapons and Batman hates guns so one of his Robins one of his former Robins uses guns that uses guns is just to me it's just a brilliant idea so but anyways uh, he, um, had some controversial opinions about him, about fans at the time in the 80s. Um, so what the comic book writers did was they set up this storyline called Death in the Family, and basically what happens in there, Batman says, you know, stay put somewhere in Gotham. Jason doesn't listen. He goes and, like, takes Joker's bait. And Joker kidnaps him and tortures him, beats him with a crowbar nearly to death. Nearly. He doesn't technically kill him, but he sets a bomb. Jason's trying to escape the bomb, but eventually he gets blown up in it and... Batman has to witness the aftermath because Batman was too late to get to Jason and save him. So 
he got there just in time to get Jason's remains. And he buried him, and comics went on. It wasn't until 2005 or 2006 when the comic storyline Batman Under the Red Hood came out. And honestly, this this is a pretty good comic. Um, it saw the return as, uh, to Jason Todd as the Red Hood. Uh, basically, the Red Hood shows up another vigilante in Gotham and is using guns and taking, uh, you know, uh, crime bosses and villains out one by one. And his main focus is on Joker because, well, Joker kidnapped him and tortured him and basically killed him. So he's out for revenge against the villains, against Joker, and against Batman because not because Batman failed to save him. He actually forgives him for that. It's the fact that he let Joker live. That's where he has a problem with Batman is, and why he fights him is because, well, how come you let my killer live, right? Because, I mean, this is comics we're talking about, so it's not reality whatsoever, right? Like, in reality, of course, like, Especially if you're a parent and, like, your son or daughter is kidnapped and killed. You would grieve and you would want to do nothing but hunt down the person responsible for that and kill them, right? But this isn't reality. This is comics. So, yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. Um, How Jason Todd comes back in the... Uh, in the comics is kind of weird. Basically, there's like a multi-crisal event, as comics do, and Superboy, Superman's sidekick, punches reality itself, basically, and the backlash or the force of his punch shatters reality in some ways, and brings certain characters back, and in this case, Jason Todd. And Jason Todd awakens confused in his own coffin. Yeah, talk about metal. He wakes up in his coffin and digs out of his coffin, and that's how he technically uh, came back. However, he was kind of like a mindless zombie, in this state because all he knew how to do was fight like he couldn't talk he could barely walk he couldn't form sentences he couldn't like i said he couldn't run drive or, any, or anything like that he could just barely stumble and walk and well fight so eventually Talia and the League of Assassins uh, get word that he's alive and, well, they put him in the Lazarus Pit, restoring his consciousness. And then Talia trains him and leading up to Under the Red Hood, um, where uh, Jason comes face to face with Bruce. They fight um, and it's left ambiguous in the ending like because there's like a they were in a warehouse for the final showdown they were in a warehouse 
and the ending is left ambiguous because Jason technically lost that fight because he was having Batman break his one rule, kill the Joker right in front of Jason so that like this nightmare and war can end between the three of them basically. And Batman was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it, right? It, it would be too easy to cross that line because once I kill the Joker or any one of my villains, I wouldn't be able to stop myself from killing literally every other villain. So it's a good self-restraint, but realistically, Gotham would be a much safer place if Batman just killed every single villain, especially the Joker. Because the Joker needs to be put down. And that's why I, I do agree with Red Hood or Jason because technically Jason's right. He is right. He has a very good point. Why save the Joker's life? Why put him back in Arkham Asylum when a day or a week later he's just going to break out and slaughter people and kidnap people and blow people up? all over again. Like, there's there's no point in keeping him alive. There's no rehabilitating him. There's no curing him. There's no saving Joker. You can't help a person if they don't want to be saved, right? So, that's obviously the logical way of thinking and, well, the one that makes the most sense. But then again, this is comics we're talking about. Now, that's the comics... That, that's, that's the comic under the Red Hood... And the movie version, the animated movie version, it simplifies things more. Um, the main stuff still happens, like Jason gets kidnapped and tortured and beaten by the Joker, and he and he blows up like a a building that he was in, and Batman's too late to save him, and he buries him. Except this time, the League of Assassins gets involved way before, uh, in the original since in the original story, so. Um, Ra's al Ghul, who is the leader of League of Assassins, uh, hears about Jason's death, and he's like, I feel responsible for this boy's death because he hired the Joker for a job, and, well, that job went sideways when Joker killed Jason. And he's like, all right, I'm going to give back... Uh, I'm going to give the boy back to Batman as a way of saying sorry in a way. So he gets Jason's body and um, fixes it with like a latex fake and brings the real body back to wherever they are and dumps it in the Lazarus pit and Jason is revived only except it has consequences. The Lazarus pit makes someone kind of unstable and crazy in a way, acts on their negative emotions, really. It brings out their negative emotions. So, yeah, Jason's kind of going on rage and fury and all that. So, and vengeance and all that. So, yeah, he makes it to Gotham and plans to deal with all of the crime lords, crime bosses, and villains in Gotham, and 
Yeah, I mean, both stories are really good, the comic version or the animated movie version. Uh, it's just the animated movie version, it makes the story a lot more simple, and just it makes it kind of easier to understand because comics can comics can be very hard to understand sometimes. So, um, the, the animated movie, I feel like just for like the casual Batman fan, I would think the animated movie would be your route to go if you wanted to just have never heard of this story before. But, you yeah, know, it's a really good story. Um, and it's just the, the animated, like I said, the animated movie is a lot more simple. I'm going to end the episode off here. So uh, if you would be so kind, please um, share this podcast with someone you know and be on the lookout for next episodes.